This is the Niles Energy Podcast, episode 227, a powerful part two strategy for the speaking test. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection. And we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now let's get to the show. In today's episode, get awesome sample answers for speaking part two questions about events and experiences. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, Jessica, what's going on out on the West Coast? <laughs> um, not much. There is, I'm just tired of this rain. Oh my gosh. And the mud. I mean, so our listeners know that I have a dog now, Ozzy, and I take him to the park all the time, like at least twice a day. Um, and I, this mud is just killing my laundry bills. Oh, I bet it is. I bet it is. I know. When is it going to stop raining in Portland? Like, when does it typically stop raining? Is the summer rainy too, or is it just the summer's pretty dry? Like, there'll be weeks with no rain in the summer. So I'm just that's is ahead. It's within my grasp. We're almost there. (laughs) Yeah, I think I was in Portland last year in March actually for the TESOL conference, and it was definitely raining. It was like downpouring that that weekend. Oh, I remember that. I went to that as well. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that great of a time for a whole, like, thousands of people to come to Portland. It was a huge conference, too. So many people there. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. (laughs) Anyways. Um, So we are – so we've been talking about, like, seasons changing, and you and I are, like, thinking about life priorities, and we're changing some some stuff up right now. Changing a few things up. So just there's going to be a little change, guys, on this show. So we are going to be publishing from now on starting this week. We're going to be publishing Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. And there will not be an episode on Thursdays. But guys, the good news is we have more than 200 episodes in our back catalog. So (laughs) So you'll never be short of an episode. So, so many. So if you feel like Thursday comes and you say, oh, I want to work on my IELTS skills, I want to listen to something, you can always come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com and you have a lot of episodes to choose from, guys. So and today is we, the last episode of the week. Yeah. We're building mm-hmm. up our YouTube channel as well, guys. Yes. That's getting really yes. popular. So um, I put yes. up two videos every week. And if you're new to it, then there's a whole backlog of videos that you could catch up yeah. on as well as get yeah. two new ones every week. So it's the same name as exactly. our podcast, IELTS Energy, but then it's just IELTS Energy TV because it's the Good. YouTube channel. Yeah. Yeah. So that's another option. If Thursday comes tomorrow. 
tomorrow comes and you want to work on your IELTS skills, you could also go to YouTube. So there's no shortage of content. Nothing is going to change with us, guys. The only difference is that we'll be back on Monday. Now, we won't be here in the iTunes store on Thursday. That's a little change that we're making. And of course, guys, if you want to go deeper with us into our strategies and spend as much time as you can in our strategies, you can join our course, the Three Keys IELTS Success System, by going to allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And um, that is honestly one really high motivation for us to do, to change it to three episodes a week because Mm -hmm. we are spending so much time with the students in our course, right? Like we honestly, like we need a little bit more time to dedicate to that because I get to meet more and more students in the power hour. Um, More and more students are deciding to get those private lessons with me, just the Mm -hmm. one-on-one lessons, even if it's just a 30-minute check-in with me. Like I said, I've seen it raise raise scores by a whole band point, just that little 30-minute class with me. So um, yeah, Mm -hmm. I mean, I know I'm getting super busy with that. So it'll be nice for me to have some extra time to, to spend with students in our course as well. Yeah, that is our priority for the students in our course. So if you guys want to be on our priority list, that is the place to be, to be in our Facebook group or in our power hours by joining the course. So come on over, guys, and join the party. There's lots of support <laughs> in the Facebook group. It's it's really cool. Like I love seeing our students message each other and supporting each other. Maybe somebody sent a message today and people had similar score goals and they yeah. wanted to, to meet and talk about it. It's just so cool. It's so cool. And there's been some cool questions this week about um like – just little grammar details and vocabulary details. And this, and these are the same kind of questions that I would get in a classroom. You know, students are like, this Oxford comma, should I use it? Should I not? Does it matter? You know, and you know, right. you don't know if it matters, but you're still going to have this question. And I could, and I'm there to reassure you about every little grammar yeah. question and vocab question that you have. And who knows, it could be the difference between, you know, a six and a seven for you on the test. Just being able to ask me this one question about, does the examiner care about this? Should I practice this? I can save you time by saying, look, you know, it doesn't matter. You don't need to practice that grammar. You need to focus on such and such. Yeah, I love that. So if you're ready to to do that, guys, to go to that next level and be able to ask those questions, then get in our course. And today, Jessica, what are we going into? Are we going into another speaking part two example? Yeah. So Lindsay and I have been doing one episode a week focusing on speaking part two. So again, guys, speaking part two, there's only four types of questions, really. Like all these questions can be organized into these four um, types of questions that Lindsay and I have given you specific strategies on for each one. So you can describe a person, describe a place, describe an object. So we've already done episodes on all three of those, giving you strategies and example answers. So if you haven't heard those, go back to our site, ielts.allearsenglish.com, search for part two, and you can listen to yeah. those episodes. Today, we're talking about the last type of question, which is describe an event or experience. And in my mind, this is one of the easier questions because we always tell you guys to tell a story. This is That's exactly what this is asking you to do is tell a story about an event or experience. So um, I think this is like the easiest question type actually. 
<laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. This is fun because, I mean, we all have fun experiences to talk about. And we always talk about how on speaking, if we can tell something that's close to our heart, mm-hmm. it can really come out in our vocabulary scores, our pronunciation scores. And an experience is always going to be close to our heart. Right? Exactly. You know, and that reminds me recently in a power hour um, when we were doing some speaking part three practice, um, one of the students is in the medical field. And when she, if she had the opportunity to talk about her job. No. So speaking part two and Mm -hmm. part of it, part of the answer, she talked about her job. And when she talked about her job, her pronunciation got so much better. Her vocabulary, of course, got so much Mm. better because it was focused on the medical field. And these are like impressive terms that she was saying. And just by hearing her talk about this, I realized like, this is your personal strategy. You need to try and talk about your job as often as you can in part three, because it increases your vocab and pronunciation scores. So Mm. like, just, you know, I love being able to give students like personal strategies like that. It was like, listen, like this is your go-to. This is your gold, yeah. man. Like <clears throat> you need to try and do this as often as you can because it will increase your score. So exactly so like cool. finding these things that we are passionate about that is, is easy for us to, to talk about and, and helps us with our pronunciation and our vocab and our fluency. Um, like this, this is what we want. This is how you increase yeah. your scores. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a good tip, actually, using the um, field-specific, career-specific vocabulary. Yeah. And that uh, inevitably, that's going to impress the examiner. I know. I think she said something about, like, traumatic brain trauma or something. Whoa. And I was like, oh, my God, like that. Good <laughs> phrase. What? Like, that was awesome. So <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> that really impressed me. Okay. So the strategy, guys, for describing events and experiences in order to fill those two minutes with a fluent, coherent, organized answer. This is what you need to do. First of all, just be direct, right? All of our strategies start this way. Say exactly what the experience was. That's how you introduce your answer. Um, and then say why you went there or why you did this thing. And then just get into the story of the event, right? It's organized for you. The linking words are natural. Um, first, Blah, blah, blah. In the beginning, blah, blah, blah. After that, subsequently, next, following this, in the following moments. These are all the linking words you need. And guys, rewind this and write down all these linking words I'm telling you, because this is what you need to practice. And then um, ultimately, finally, in the end, eventually, these are all great ways to end the story. So um, you should have this list of linking words in front of you when you practice this type of answer. We know that our strategies work because more than 500 students have used these strategies to achieve their target scores. Get into our course now at allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S and we'll see you inside the private Facebook group for students only. Allearsenglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Linking words are huge for vocabulary score. Very cool. And cohesion, coherence. Yes, they do. They help both. Yes. Okay. So should we give them a model answer? 
Yes, I think we should do one or two if we can. Let's do I it. I think we can do it. I think we can do okay. it. Okay. You want to go first, Jessica, or should I go first? Oh, you know what? I think you've gone first. You, yeah. You've had the easy questions and gone first and all And first these- every time. You've been so <laughs> – I know. It's been so easy. Let's make it more challenging this time. <laughs> so you're going to get the hard one, and I get the all easy right. question today. <laughs> um, And I get to go first. We're switching it up. Okay. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Here we go. I can take it. I can take it. Okay. So here's the question, Jessica. Are you ready? I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay. The question is, please describe a party that you want to give. Okay. So I am super happy I got this question. It actually is really easy for me because my son, James, his birthday is coming up April 3rd. Mm. I'm so excited. And he's going to be five years old. So um, we're going to have a party for him. And we're going to have it at this super cool place called the Lumber Yard. It's an indoor BMX park, bike park in Portland. Um, of course, everyone knows it rains a lot here. So there's a lot of cool indoor stuff we have. And this is one of those things. So it's um, the Lumber Yard indoor bike park. And it's split up into two areas. Um, you have the stuff for little kids so they can ride their striders, their with bikes with training wheels, their easier courses. And then there's this whole other adult thing where like super cool bike dudes can do tricks like pull 180s, like do jumps off of big ramps and stuff. So even for the little kids, like they can just watch those dudes and be super impressed and in awe. So what we're going to do for the party, first we'll have everyone come to the, the back where the party rooms are. Um, we're gonna decorate it beforehand with lots of balloons and like birthday streamers and big signs. Um, I usually choose a sports theme when I decorate for his birthday, so I'm sure we'll do the same thing this year. Um, cause he's a little boy, he loves sports. <laughs> and so we'll have everything decorated like that with a theme. Um, and then we'll have pizza. They give you pizza at the place. So luckily I don't have to bring it. So, um, after everyone arrives, we'll probably chat for like half an hour, wait for any of the latecomers, and then we'll start our lunch and we'll all have pizza, cheese pizza, pepperoni. Both are hits with the kids. And, <laughs> and then after pizza, we'll do some biking. Um, and everyone will probably bike for probably an hour. Kids get tired after that because it's all lots of input, lots of energy. So before everyone has a meltdown, we'll go in the back. Time, time, oh, time. Man, there's so much <laughs> more cool party it. stuff to talk about. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got a lot to say there. That's awesome. Fantastic. Yeah, I that was it. fun. I I love his birthday parties. I mean, last year we had it mm-hmm. our, at our house, and it was super fun. We had like a big pinata, and I oh, did this fun. like Easter egg hunt. Um, but this year we're doing something a little bit different, having it at the bike park. I'm so excited. That's awesome. Yeah. I really I like this answer because I was really able to imagine this party, right? You really painted a nice picture of this situation. I think what it would look like. Yeah, yeah. That's, you know, to get that high fluency and high vocab scores, guys, we're always telling you to be as specific as possible. Go into as as deep and specific detail as you possibly can. So when you're describing mm. a place, a person, a, you know, an event, really Hold that image in your head. Picture it in your head and tell the examiner what you're seeing, you know? 
Yeah, I like that. I like that. It was very descriptive. I like the you use the word dudes, which is cool. I mean, that's that's a very casual native vocabulary. And the theme, the word theme, I like that too. The sports theme. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Nice job. I you know what's funny? Like I <laughs> I think it's important to talk to your child not like a little kid, but like, you know, mm-hmm. an, a smart big person. So I do yeah. talk to James like as I talk to like adults sometimes. I you know, I'm like, mm-hmm. dude. What are you what are you doing? That's ridiculous. Like, okay, just, just a quick story. Quick story for our listeners. <laughs> this morning, um James really wanted to go to the to he he thought he was having a play date with his friend today because he forgot what day it was. And oh. um I was like, I you know, it's not till Sunday. And like he started crying because, you know, he's five and they just cry <laughs> super easily. And so instead of like getting mad at him or saying like, you can't cry right now or, you know, behaving like negative feedback, mm. I just looked at him and I, and I kind of laughed. I was like, dude, seriously, like you're going to waste time crying about this. You get to see him on Sunday. Why are you crying about <laughs> it now? Like you get to I go to school. That right. So yeah. like just that sort of interaction with him, it just reminded me because I do say dude all the time to <laughs> James. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, it's just funny. Very cool. I like that. Actually, I, like I talked to my dog like that too. <laughs> oh wow! Like that dude. I totally do. Aussie? I'm like, dude. dude, why are you? Don't poop now. Wait till we get to the park, dude. <laughs> all right. Oh, that's awesome. Enough about me. I'm just giving part two answers all over the place, describing all you these are. events and experiences. Okay. No, that's okay. So, Lindsay, um, I would like you to describe a competition you took part in. Oh, boy. Okay. So I'm excited also for this answer because this actually happened a while ago, but I will do my best to explain it. So this was called the Two Pint Challenge, and I took part in this competition when I was... When I had just graduated from college after my senior year, it was the summer of senior year, May of senior year in college, and we rented a house with our friends and our friends' parents, family members, sisters, brothers, everybody in the Outer Banks of South Carolina. That's where the competition, the two-point challenge was held. But the two-point challenge, the anticipation had been building for this two-point challenge for months. We had been talking about this, yeah, literally the entire senior year. We were very excited. So what it was, was is an ice cream eating competition. So the idea was that we had a chance to choose our own flavors of ice cream. And the reason I participated in this was, I don't know, competition just gets me excited, (laughs) especially when I think about eating ice cream and competing on who could eat the most ice cream. So the people who were involved in this competition were myself, there were, and then there were three or four other girls that were good friends of mine, my senior year in college. And we all came into the kitchen. We chose our, we had chosen our flavors the day before we made a trip out to the supermarket to choose our flavors. Of course, my choice of flavors were very chocolate based because I'm a chocolate addict. Um, I don't do vanilla. So I chose <laughs> Chocolate and peanut butter and chocolate. The other pint was probably chocolate and brownie or something along those lines. And finally, when the day arrived of the two pint challenge, we skipped breakfast and we basically fasted throughout the day. We sat down (laughs) for the competition around 4 p.m. on a Friday and we chose our our weapons, our spoons, of course, (laughs) 
<laughs> and I just have a vision of five of us sitting around this table in this rented beach house on the Outer Banks of South Carolina. And time. And the be- okay. <laughs> okay. But wait, before I get into the awesome details of your answer. <laughs> you want to know who won? Yes. <laughs> oh, definitely not me. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how much ice cream did could you eat? Did you eat? I think I, I barely finished a pint. I don't know. How, yeah. Oh, my God. A whole pint, though. Like, that's. That's two point crazy. Challenge. Yeah. Two points yeah. of ice cream. That makes me feel a little sick just thinking <laughs> about it. Did did the person that won, did they finish two whole pints? Yeah. Oh! Yeah, that was the thing you had to. It was like something like in 30 minutes who could finish, like who could finish the most. I don't really remember oh exactly, God. but it was something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my <laughs> good Lord. She was, we have photos of her like looking very sick. Oh, I bet. It's like that <laughs> show. And I and I know even if our listeners are not in America, um, like in Asia, for example, I saw this show on the Food Network there um, or AXN. I think it was on. Um, anyway, the show called Man Versus Food. Have you seen that? Oh, yeah. No, no. I haven't seen that. Okay. So I don't watch these kind of shows a lot, but sometimes Mm -hmm. when I'm a little bit brain dead, I just want to watch some like reality type competition shows. But this one's super cool. This guy, um, (laughs) he actually, I think he gained some weight throughout the series, but he, (laughs) so he goes, like he travels around the States and he goes to different restaurants and takes their food challenge. So like a steakhouse, for example, is like eat, you know, five pounds of beef in one hour or whatever like but he you know more interesting stuff than that like enormous hamburgers are like two buckets of the spiciest wings in the world stuff like that and seriously like every episode you see him just like looking sweaty and a little bit sick like every time (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean we have the hot dog eating competition too on coney island that's famous i mean a lot of these eating competitions but they have them around the world too i think in japan there was something going on i was just gonna say they must because i think like the winner of that hot dog eating contest is usually japanese i feel like yeah that's what it is (laughs) right oh that's That's right (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm thinking of. So there must be some interesting competitions there. But anyways, yeah. Anyway, food so um, the things that you guys could learn from Lindsay's answer, and again, like episodes like this, guys, you need to listen a couple times because you really have to go back and take notes on these linking words and the structure, okay? Um, so the, the way that you talked about the time, like the summer of senior year, our students can use that. That's a very native speaker type way to talk about time. Other students don't say that. So we say the summer of 2014 and the the fall of 2011. So it's a great way to introduce your answer and to impress mm-hmm. the examiner right away with this vocab and ability to uh, use linking words to organize your answer. So it, th- these phrases do raise two scores, your vocab score and your fluency and coherence score. Um, mm-hmm. Also, you said like the entire year. I think some students would say just all year. Right. Which isn't really mm. what a native speaker would say. So the entire mm. year, the whole year, um, the vocab word anticipation, you could yeah. use that to introduce any awesome event and experience because anticipation is this feeling of being excited about something that's coming in the future. So mm. you could definitely use that word. Um, and I also wanted to point out, guys, that if you guys go back to the very first episode where we did practice part two answers, Lindsay, if you remember, it was <laughs> difficult for you to fill the two minutes. 
That's right. right. No, very true. It was. And that was only a, f- a few months ago. Yeah. So I've really increased my score right, here. Right. Look, <laughs> look how we help you. So, um, look at this. Yeah. The, I just wanted to point out that even for a native speaker, like coming into part two cold without mm. having practiced, without having oh, yeah. a structure, it's you don't, even a native speaker is not going to fill that two minutes easily and they will yes. not get high scores for fluency and right. coherence. So yeah, no, that's huge. Guys, yeah, you need absolutely. to practice part two as many times as possible and you need these strategies and you need the vocab that the examiner wants. And again, we give you that in our course with this very succinct list of very native speaker phrases that you could slot in in order to ensure that seven or eight in your speaking. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And guys, once you're in our course, you can join the power hour and every single power hour always has a speaking part, right? Sometimes we add writing or uh, reading, mm-hmm. but it's always speaking. You'll get yep, to practice your speaking. Time. So definitely that's a key piece of getting the score that you that you need, guys. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Good. I didn't realize we've been talking for so long. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We got to get off the mic because we'll be back next week, guys. So again, we won't be back tomorrow. This is a little change we're making here at IELTS Energy, All Ears English, but no problem. Remember, guys, you can come back to IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. We have more than 200 episodes to choose from, or you can go over to YouTube and you can watch Jessica presenting these ideas on video. Yep. Super cool. So many resources. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, Jessica, have a good weekend, and I'll see you back here on Monday. All right, awesome. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.